How do you deal with feeling discouraged whenever your viewership declines? Can you actually be a content creator if you're an introvert? What do you even create content over if you're not an educator? That's three of the questions that we're going to be talking about in today's Q&A episode. This is Q&A episode number four out of four. This is the last one we're doing. Let's get right into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. Today is our last Q&A episode. This is episode four out of four of the last Q&As that we have been doing every Monday here on the Stream Coach Podcast. And I've learned a lot from this little experiment. It's actually changed the metrics and, and everything behind the scenes of this podcast a lot. And I want to share that with you in an upcoming episode. We have another one already for this Thursday, but I'm thinking we might do a big episode next Thursday just to kind of share with you what happened whenever I decided to do two episodes a week versus just the one long one every Thursday. And this could actually change how many podcast episodes you make um, or the length of the podcast episodes that you make, it's going to be a very, very interesting uh, piece, I think. But anyways, I digress. Let's go ahead and jump right into our questions from this past week. I am Gambit BJJ asked, how do you deal with feeling discouraged due to a declining viewership number? Oh boy. Gambit, I cannot tell you how much I understand this situation. For those of you who don't know, it, it took me four years to get to the point where anyone, anyone was even paying attention to what I was doing on Twitch. And I'm so familiar with that feeling of like screaming into the wind and feeling like no one hears you. You're shouting into the void. You're like all alone on a boat in the middle of the ocean and nobody else is around and you feel so isolated. And it's really discouraging and it, it hurts a lot to have found something that you love so much that you want to put all of your energy and your effort into but not be able to get the results from it that you really want. And I think it's it can be even more difficult from the other side of the equation, potentially. I mean, we don't want to compare difficulty here because not being able to grow a community and, and struggling to have that growth that you want is a very uncomfortable time period but it's also very uncomfortable whenever you do grow and you do get to the goals that you wanted but then you start to lose your viewership and you're not sure what's wrong with you or, or what's happening or what you're doing wrong or really what's going on and so I think whenever it comes to your feelings whenever that is happening first off you have to know that it's totally normal anyone else is gonna feel very upset by losing their viewership or not being able to grow their viewership. It is a totally normal human experience. I always say it's like going to the gym but never getting stronger and never losing weight. Who would keep putting in all of that energy, all of that effort on going to the gym and eating right but not be able to see those results? Any person is going to feel discouraged by that and so it's very natural that you're feeling the way that you do. I think another thing that I would want all of you to know if you're feeling like this right now is that your viewership number, as cliche as this is, it does not determine your self-worth. 
okay? Because you have inherent value just as a human being. You are someone who is worthy and loved and valuable and enough. I know as content creators, a lot of times we we have this set of ideals and, and these things that we keep telling ourselves in our heads. Well, if I was more attractive, funnier, more interesting, more charismatic, sexier, if I was just more then I would be able to get these goals and these people would come to me, no problem. But you're already enough. You're already all of those things. It could be something that's just completely out of your control. And I do think that there are a lot of things that are inside of our control, but there are a lot of factors too that aren't, like potentially going viral or the time of year or what your your audience is doing in their lives or your ability to have stable internet connection there are a lot of reasons that we might lose viewership or not be able to grow them and so i think controlling the things that you can control and releasing that desire for control from the things that you know you can't have any level of control over is really the only thing that you can do and as far as the mental health side of it i mean that's absolutely paramount because life is all about pleasure and being happy and if you are not able to continue doing this and still be happy even though you might be losing a bit of viewership you might consider that you maybe you need a break maybe your your mind just needs a little bit of time to step back and to reassess the situation because whenever you start focusing so much on the numbers aspect of everything it can be extremely detrimental and very toxic to your mentality because you start to think that you're only as good as the number that's underneath the the video and that's just not true you have so much inherent worth as a human being and even the people that are already in your space, regardless if it's one or a hundred thousand, they have so much value as well. I know questions like this for some of you can feel really fluffy and, and really like it's just cliche on top of cliche and I think that is something that in the past I haven't gone to this vulnerable side of the the content creator question spectrum before but it is something that is so important because we all deal with these feelings of being discouraged and not being enough and feeling like we're overwhelmed and just we suck sometimes right we just we suck sometimes and being able to share that side is really important even if it's not something that's strategy and advice and, and education and and tips and tricks it's still such a huge component of this process because if you don't understand how to put yourself in a mentally healthy place and how to uh, at least start to incite some level of belief in yourself that's the kind of stuff that people find really compelling it's really interesting i mean it, it doesn't mean that you um you can't be successful if you don't have this very positive, happy, bright, uplifting persona. But I think approaching things from a realistic perspective and saying that, you know what, I know that maybe I don't believe in myself right now, but I have a plan to try and get there. 
that's something that's really important for creators and so I hope that y'all take this stuff that might seem a little bit fluffy and really internalize it because this is such a huge huge part of the process too yes you can you can put all the strategy that you want into being a successful creator but if you don't have the mental component too and you don't work on becoming a better person internally your external results will never get where you want them to be because external results are always a result of your internal work okay let's move on to the next one <laughs> i could talk about that really all day i'm on this just, uh, man, I'm thinking a lot about mental health today, y'all, but we're going to move on because we have three more questions to get to. 777 Gaming, any advice for people who are much more introverted like myself, but do still enjoy creating and interacting with others? Most of the time, I can't help but think of myself as beyond boring because I do tend to be more introverted. You know what's really interesting about this triple is that if you asked... Pretty much every streamer out there, most of them are going to say that they're introverts. And it's very natural for introverts to be drawn to streaming because you get to choose the amount of interaction that you give and you receive. So if you're starting to feel socially drained, you can just turn the stream off and go back to having your quiet alone time. I actually consider myself a huge introvert too. It's very rare that I actually go out of the house and spend time with other human beings. It's very rare that I have extended lengthy conversations with people, even in like Discord DMs and uh, just all of the DMs everywhere. I'm very much a, not a surface level person, but I'm very involved in my work and I'm very productive and I'm very much focused on achieving all of these goals that I want to achieve in my life and whether it's uh, it's it's partially isolation tendencies and it's partially um, introversion, but it's totally normal for you to feel drawn first off to to streaming and content creation. You are not alone there. You're actually in the majority. And in terms of thinking of yourself as beyond boring, just because you're an introvert doesn't mean that you're a boring person. You know, one of the coolest things is someone who is so self not even self-assured but is so interested in themselves that they're comfortable spending time alone because then you get to have so much more control over your time your hobbies the way that you spend your time the things that you do during your day and that gives you a lot more free time to be able to create content that helps people people at a greater scale versus just having like one-on-one -on -one interactions all the time and so introversion in my opinion isn't a weakness it's a huge strength when it comes to being a content creator and if you truly feel that you're beyond boring I mean there are ways to to fix that there's a lot of content online that teaches you how to become more compelling how to become more charismatic uh, charisma on command I think is one of them um, there's another podcast I used to listen to called Chariz I'm actually like trying to find it charisma podcast is that gonna work um yeah i'm not seeing it charisma no that's not that's a bummer uh i'll have to like leave it below in the show notes for you all because i am not seeing it here but there's a ton of information that you can find out there to help you feel like you're a more entertaining personality but if you consider yourself to be boring i mean 
you might be boring to yourself because you're in your head all day, but also other people aren't in your head all day and they don't know all of your quirks and your personality, like strengths and weaknesses and the way that you interact with people. And so that's going to be really interesting to them just because you're a completely different person. Some people like more relaxed, calm, comfortable content versus being this outgoing, vivacious, very energetic type of personality. There's something out there for everyone. There's all types of content creators, all types of content, and all types of content consumers. You have nothing to worry about just because you consider yourself an introvert. Next question is, Jenny is a mermaid. If I don't have educational content, how can I put value in my gameplay videos? Twitch offers the interaction, but YouTube lacks that, so how do I stand out? Thank you so much for your question, Jenny. You know, what is interesting about this is that education is just one value that you can put into content. Uh, we've talked about this a little bit here, so some of you are going to know this like the back of your hands by now, but you've got education, you also have entertainment value, right? How can you make people laugh? How can you share your personality more? How can you put yourself out there? Then you have inspirational, motivational, this is more aspirational content. So this is the type of stuff that people watch and they're like, wow, they really overcame something in their life. Wow, they've overcome adversity. I want to do that too. Wow, that inspires me to get off my butt and try to achieve something. Or wow, they've got a really beautiful lifestyle and I want to be able to have that too. And that type of inspirational, aspirational content is really great for... I mean, obviously inspiring people to achieve something. Uh, another content value is connection, right? Relationships. How can you connect other people? This is more so than just keeping track of everyone who comes in your chat and like saying hi and having a conversation with them. It's remembering the things that everyone is good at, the things that everyone is doing. And if you have someone who comes in who's, let's say they have uh, an anxiety disorder and then somebody else comes in you meet them for the first time and they start talking about their anxiety disorder you can actually connect those two people together by introducing them based on that common commonality and the more that you can become a connector as a creator as a just human being in life the more people are going to look to you as someone with credibility authority uh, someone that offers a ton of value because you help other people form relationships, which are one of the most important things that you need to exist as a human being. So there are a lot of different ways that you can create value for people, regardless if it's educational or entertainment or not. I know a lot of people, myself included, consider ourselves not traditionally entertaining, and so we go the educational route. But if you don't feel that you are particularly drawn to educating people, you don't necessarily have to be. You just have to find other ways to provide value during the stream with entertainment, connection, aspirations, inspiration, um, something like that. And whenever you take all of that and you figure out which one of those you want to use, and you're asking, like, how do I stand out with this? It really comes down to making the mission of your brand very very clear for people so if you want to stand out you can't just say hey i'm a variety streamer on twitch or hey this is my youtube channel we do morning routines nighttime routines talk about 
uh, mindset because there's millions and millions and millions and millions of people who are saying those exact same things. So you need to have some kind of unique way that you present the values that you choose to present in your content and you do so in a way that is fresh, that is specific to your personality and your strengths. If we're talking about YouTube specifically, a channel I really want you to check out is Eric Wen. So E-R-I-C-W-E-N. He is a YouTuber who's talking a lot right now about how to grow your YouTube niche and how to figure out more about yourself and more about uh, how to communicate who you are, the mission that you're on, the journey that you're on as a YouTuber to get yourself in front of more people, to help grow your channel, to make more impact in people's lives. And that is some of the conversation that has really been missing whenever it comes to educational content about YouTube on YouTube, because everyone wants to talk about SEO and all the tools that they use to plan out their videos and how to get your YouTube videos more views, how to get your first 1000 subscribers, but it's really deeper than that. Successful YouTube channels are about more than just utilizing SEO. That's just one tool. It's about something that is real and raw and emotional and human inside of you as the creator and that thing is going to be unique to you because it's based on something that's been very impactful in your life. I could go on about this forever but check out that YouTube channel because I think it's going to help you a lot whenever it comes to figuring out how to create better value and more clarity with your content. Next question is from Nakatomi64 who said, do you have any tips or ideas on including streaming slash video making into your busy schedule and why maybe starting off with a YouTube channel first might be better than streaming when you have a full work and school schedule? This is such a good question because I know with this community and my audience, a lot of you are hyper-focused on streaming. How do I grow my live stream? How do I grow everything that, um, just how do I want to, how do I grow my stream, right? Whether it's Twitch or Mixer, and then side note, there's a little bit of Twitter in there, and you all are very, very focused on that, but for some of you, you're not at a position in life where you can dedicate the amount of time that Twitch needs from you to be able to grow. Some of you can't even dedicate three or four days a week, which is kind of like one of the minimums that you really see people who have a, a successful stream um, that's kind of like the minimum schedule that you really see now there are some channels that are really successful that only stream like once a week but those are typically built on the back of an already established brand whether that's another creator or maybe it's like an actual radio show um, it's typically has something that's already sustaining it that can already help it get more attention and give it that initial massive bump that it needs in order to grow on Twitch very, very quickly. But for a lot of you, you don't have that level of foundation yet. And so what you need is you need to build it. And a lot of us, we jump immediately into streaming because we love it. We just want to play video games and have a camera on us and have people donate to us so we can go full time playing video games. <laughs> and as amazing as that future is, once you start working towards it, you realize that there is actually a lot more work involved. It's not as simple as just playing the games and, and having the camera on as much as we all wish that it was. And so whenever you 
want or start thinking about growing a Twitch stream. I'm actually getting to the point now where I'm recommending people not get started by growing a stream directly. Either become very well known in the community by becoming micro famous in someone else's stream or at least micro famous or well known in a handful of other streams and then try starting off streaming or try starting off with a YouTube channel, right? Because creating a YouTube channel is going to help you build so many skills that will be very, very, very beneficial to you whenever you start streaming. And YouTube is way more discoverable than a stream. I'm a big believer that it's very difficult to be discovered if streaming is your only platform. But if you position yourself on other platforms that have discoverability systems built in, then you're going to have a lot easier time growing a stream because uh, you have discoverability, even though the streaming platforms don't have that discoverability. So starting off with a YouTube channel first is an incredible idea, especially if you have a full work and or school schedule. Because when you're live, you have to show up at specific times. Whenever you have a YouTube channel, you can kind of create the videos on your own time, whatever day works for you. So let's say with your stream, you stream every, like us, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at uh, 12 p.m. Central Time. But you've got school and you've got work and maybe work calls you in one day or you have to study for an exam coming up and so it messes with your stream schedule and you can't be consistent and then you end up falling off because school and work get busy versus you have one YouTube video released every week, every, let's say, Friday morning at 10 a.m. and Monday comes around, you go to work, you go to school that night, you thought you were going to have the energy to work on it after, work on your YouTube video after both of those things, but you just don't. So you push it over to Tuesday. Tuesday, you don't have to work. You do have to go to school, but you plan your YouTube video Tuesday morning because you're off work. And then the next day, you decide to do the filming. And then the next couple of days, you do the editing. And then it gets out on time. And then the next week, you've got another YouTube video that's due Friday at 10 a.m., but this time you're able to edit on Monday because you have more energy and you're able to get that YouTube video edited and done a little bit earlier, right? YouTube can fit into a schedule a lot better than Twitch can. And so it's important that you think if you are a very, very busy person right now, maybe working towards your goal of being a full-time content creator or being a full-time streamer means not streaming right now and instead doing something that's going to help you build up your credibility, your authority, your presence in the space that isn't necessarily streaming might be worth thinking about if you're at the position where you just don't have the freaking time because Twitch takes so much heckin' time, y'all. Alright, this was our last Q&A episode. I hope that y'all really, really enjoyed these. I had a lot of fun putting these out. We actually barely had anyone tweet at me or Instagram uh, any questions at me, so we're not going to keep this uh, series going. But um, 
that could change if some of you dm me and let me know that you want to see it return i mean we might bring it back in the future but as of right now i don't think that it's popular enough for me to continue investing the time and so we're going to go back down to having four podcast episodes well one podcast episode a week i was about to say four a month which might not be entirely true but uh one podcast episode a week it's going to come out every thursday at around 6 a.m central time we'll have one coming out this week which is going to be all about how to use an ebook to blow up on twitch or mixer and my experience with my book because this thursday is the one year anniversary of my ebook being out which is just absolutely freaking bananas super cool uh, such a man such an experience i'm going to share a lot of information about how to how to use an ebook, how to create an ebook, uh, and the things that people expect from ebooks. And that will be coming out this Thursday. And then we'll start having those once a week episodes every Thursday again. But thank you all so much for letting me experiment a little bit with these Q&A episodes. They were very fun. Uh, I'm glad that I got to answer some questions from you all, especially because I'm not streaming right now and I don't really get to do this a lot anymore. I don't get to do Q&A as much as I used to. So it was very fun. I hope that you enjoyed and I will see you all on Thursday. Bye. Oh, don't forget to subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Please, please, please leave us a review. We only have like six reviews, which is crazy because there's thousands of you that listen to the show. So I swear to God, please review. It helps other people find the show. If you have the time, I would really, really appreciate it. If the show has helped you at all, I mean, it, it's such a huge way to support us. And I'm just going to keep saying it in every episode until you do it. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding, but I really appreciate you all and I will see you on Thursday. Bye!